Hey everybody, today just a little talk, a little pep talk, and the answer to the question, are all the good ones taken? So this idea that if you are single, that you aren't finding anybody that's worthy of being in a relationship with you because all the good ones are taken, right? All the secure, emotionally available, kind, loving people are already in a relationship. And all that's left is the relationship rejects, right? The dregs of (laughs) dating society, right? This idea that all the good ones are taken, I find a little offensive, really, because I have also spent good portions of my 20s and 30s single. So does that mean that I am not a good one? Uh, And similarly, does that mean that you are not a good one, right? So if you think that all the good ones are taken, then that means that you aren't a good one. And I'm guessing that if you're listening to this, you are actually a good one. You are someone who values love, trust, intimacy. You are kind and loving and respectful. And for the most part, you are wanting to connect with other like-minded folks, right? So if you are a good one, then not all the good ones are taken. And that also means that there are other good ones out there. Right. So first first thing to consider is that if you are good, there are other good people out there that you could be in a relationship with. Second of all, people get divorced or break up all the time. Good, loving, kind people, their relationships end. This has happened to you. This has happened to people that you know. You have seen people with fantastic relationships, kind, loving, emotionally available, stable, secure, great parents, all around good people. You have seen them break up or get dumped. That happens, right? I mean, the divorce rate, who knows what it is these days? Maybe it's only 30%, maybe it's 50%. But the reality is that people's relationships end for all sorts of reasons. Either they grew apart or they're Uh, values are no longer aligned or their needs aren't being met or one person checks out and the other one doesn't, right? So people break up and then those people are back in the pool. They are back in the dating pool and they are good ones, right? So second point to consider, the pool gets replenished every so often, So that's number two. Number three, there are some people that need time to work through their issues, me included, right? And they are doing therapy. They are reading books. They are trying to figure out their relational challenges, right? Maybe they didn't have role models growing up. Maybe they didn't see healthy relationships uh, when they grew up. Right, or maybe they had a really traumatic relationship early on in their life, and that sort of took them out of rotation for a while. And they have to work on themselves, and they did, and now they're ready. They're ready to show up in an open-hearted way. Right, so people need to work on themselves. So the the timeline for when they become available 
is later in life. And just because you have stuff to work on and that you become available later in life doesn't mean you're not a good one, right? It means that you had some work to do and you did it. Or they had some work to do and they did it, right? And we also know there's all sorts of people that get married or they get uh, in a relationship and, and they're not working through any of their stuff. So there's a lot of like bad ones that are also taken. And and don't even get me started on this whole like taken thing, you know, like, oh, are you taken? Um, which is way too possessive for me. There are good and bad people that are in relationship that are not available to be in a relationship with you, right? So that's number three. Some people just take a little while to be ready. And that might even be you, right? You might have struggled early on in your relationship life and and you weren't ready to connect in an open-hearted way until now. And that must mean that if you are like that, there are other people like that. So what you really want to be careful of is if you think that all the good ones are taken, you will look for that evidence, right? It's called confirmation bias. You look for evidence that confirms your belief, so if the idea, if the belief is that all the good ones are taken, then every time you go on a date with someone and it doesn't go well, you go, yeah, well, you know, you tell yourself, well, I was, I was right. They're a loser. All the good ones are taken. And then every time you see a relationship that's going well, or you see your like ideal, quote unquote, ideal person, and they're in a relationship, you'll go, well, you see, they're all taken. There's nobody left out there for me to date. And you have to be really careful about this, right? Because uh, the more you believe this, the more you will see evidence for it, the more it will sort of set your belief in concrete. And you don't want that. You don't want a belief that is set in concrete. You don't want to feel like there's nobody good out there. So what you need to do is you need to change the story in your head, right? Instead of all the good ones are taken, maybe the, the, the belief is now, oh, I just haven't met someone to be in a relationship with. Or I haven't really been lucky in love yet. Or I, I don't have a lot of success. Or I don't have a lot of experience dating great, loving, secure people. And I believe that they do exist. Right? That that title of the book, you know, if this if all the good ones are taken was a book title. This other one of, oh, I don't have a lot of experience dating loving, secure people, but I believe that they are there, isn't as sexy. Right? That that title is way longer. It's way more nuanced. And it's harder to remind yourself that, that that is a reality, but that is exactly what you need to do. You do have to remind yourself that there are plenty of good, loving people out there that you can be in a relationship with. Now, I think another reason people say all the good ones are taken is because they don't just want a good one. They want a good one that is also sexy and exciting. No one wants good and boring, right? We want good, safe, secure, exciting, romantic, passionate, mysterious. And I don't know that we can really get all of that. I think what happens when you when you have your your sights set so high, well, then they become unrealistic. And also, this is kind of hard to say, but safe and secure is not necessarily exciting. 
You're going to have to build excitement in different ways. I think what you're looking for maybe is that chemistry, that spark, that instant attraction, and also someone who is kind, loving, and respectful, and who wants what you want, and who's emotionally available. And I think that's a lot harder to find. I think that might actually be quite impossible because when you have that like really strong charge of emotion and chemistry and there's the oxytocin and the dopamine flood, generally those people aren't the safe, respectful, loving, kind people who want what you want. Usually it's some other mix of qualities. I think that's what we're looking for the whole enchilada. And I think it's unrealistic. I think when your expectations are are that high, well, you price everybody out and you end up alone. Right. So I think there is a way to build excitement and romance and passion in a safe, secure relationship. I think it requires space from each other, emotional vulnerability from both sides, really opening up to someone in a way that you haven't before. I think that's exciting and a little scary, right? Is letting someone see you for who you really are and seeing them for who they really are and daring to have challenging conversations about the things that you want, the things that you need, your fears, your past stories, right? And getting to really know the person can be emotionally exciting in a safe way. I think these uh, high charge relationships that are full of chemistry and spark are emotionally exciting in a different way. I think they're exciting because they're a little dangerous. And danger is exciting. So I think we're going down a bit of a rabbit hole here. Um, But we love rabbit holes. Um, Here's another one for you. Your type might not be the best type for you. Right? Tall, dark, and handsome. Bad boy. The flirty, uh, emotionally aloof, hippie woman. That might not be the best thing for you. That might be the most exciting thing for you. That might not be the best thing for you. Right? If your type hasn't really panned out for the long term, then maybe your type isn't the best type for you. Maybe you do have to give that person who wasn't right off the bat super exciting another chance and see what you can build with that. And maybe you go on a date, you know, and the person is just boring and that's that's the end of that date, right? But there are some people you go on a date with and you won't feel some crazy sparks, but you will have had a good time and they will have been sweet. And I think those are the ones that are really easy to just say like, well, there wasn't any chemistry, so I'm going to go back to the drawing board. I think those are the ones that you want to maybe explore a little more. 
Because maybe the the ones that aren't super exciting, maybe they are a good one. You just haven't given them a chance. And maybe being stuck on your ideal is preventing you from developing a relationship with a good one. So I think there are good ones out there. I really do. I have to, right? And I think you have to also, because what's the alternative? The alternative is that you are jaded and that there is no one good out there. So what's the point? Might as well just be alone for the rest of your life. And I don't think that's what you want. I don't think you're listening to these podcasts because you want to find peace with your aloneness. I think being alone and being okay with alone is a really important part of being human. You know, I think at the end of the day, we all were born alone and we die alone. And we will spend parts of our lives alone. So I think it is okay and good to be comfortable being alone. But to resign yourself to a a life of loneliness and solitude, I don't think is what you really want. So you have to stay hopeful. And you have to start seeing people in a different light. And to change the story that there are no good people out there that it's just a big dumpster fire. And I know that's not true. I've dated in a lot of different places and I've met fantastic people to go on dates with in all those places. Yeah, they weren't all a great fit for a long-term relationship, but there are good people out there. Your job is to stay open and to maybe stick around a little longer than you would, as long as the person is you know sweet, kind, and cute. Those are kind of the things that I look for. Fun, kind, cute. That you gotta, you know, you gotta find them cute. You have to be like, you know, somewhat attracted to them. But I don't think you need knock your socks off physical attraction and sexual chemistry to build a loving, safe, secure, and sexy relationship. That's a lot of S's. Safe, secure, sexy. Anyways, that's my little pep talk. And I hope you find a good one because they're out there. 